Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hi, everyone. Caroline here from G-Things Just Bought It. It's the holiday season, and we have you covered with the Shop Hub, a shoppable, searchable spreadsheet of all of the stores and brands you love to buy from. We tell you who's having sales, what the best deals are, and where to buy what. We also got you dozens of exclusive discount codes just for being part of the G-Things community. You can find the Shop Hub by going to gthanks.substack.com or by going to our Instagram, which is at gthanksjustboughtitpod, and clicking the link in our bio. Bookmark the Hub so you don't lose it. You can also hear our annual gift guide episodes hosted by me and the Ultimate Edits Jen Fallick every Tuesday between now and December 20th. And if you need specific gift ideas or recommendations, join the Facebook group, a lively community where we give and get recommendations of our own. You can shop our collection of gift planning tools with Balance Bound, also in the link in our Instagram bio. Basically, if you're looking for it, check the Instagram link. If you love G-Thanks, please review and rate the show wherever you listen. It helps so much, and it's an easy way to help us continue to grow. We appreciate you and enjoy the show. Welcome to another episode of Do Things Just Bought It, the podcast where we talk about what we just bought and what you might need to buy next. I'm your host, Caroline Moss, and I am joined, as always, by my guest co-host, Sally Tamarkin. Hello, Sally. Caroline, how are you? Oh, I'm good. I just wanted to say thank you for the nice Facebook post you 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 penned. You penned. Oh, gee, you're you're welcome. <laughs> thank you for being someone. For whom it is so easy to write a really nice Facebook post. Oh, that's really nice. It was really, it was really, it harkened back to a time when when people wrote on your wall for your birthday and mm-hmm. like a really so like true. just just really kind of came through with the inside jokes and like here's, you know, it just it was really nice. So thank you. Yes, I enjoyed celebrating my birthday and getting you- to like read all those nice messages. They, people wrote really nice stuff. I was really into the person who said who identified as a Caroline head. I oh, thought that was great. I, f- um, I feel a movement coming on. Really. <laughs> How was your birthday? It was really fun. Um, my friend Nora showed up and surprised me. How cute! I love that. Really nice. She and Dan were in cahoots. Dan and I were having lunch on the west side of, you know, the country on uh, uh-huh. California, and. And, AKA the West Side. AKA the West Side. Um, and Nora just like walked into the restaurant and I was so confused. Oh my God. It I was love like, it. Where does Nora live? Phoenix. <gasps> oh, oh, so yeah. she made like a trip. Mm-hmm. She got on a plane. Oh so she God. had a writing retreat um, scheduled for uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And then she extended the trip and added 
a couple of days on the beginning to come surprise me for my birthday. It was really nice. That's so lovely. I know. It was so nice. But like, like I don't know. I, I'm just rarely surprised. Like, mm. I just am not – I'm not a surprised person. Like, I don't like surprise parties. So like, mm-hmm. I don't know that there have been that many instances in my life where – I have been truly dumbfounded by like mm-hmm. what is being presented to me. And when we were sitting in the restaurant and Nora walked in, I I think my face was just like, wait, what? Like, what? Dan, did you have that moment where <laughs> you couldn't process yes. that it was happening? Do you um do, how do you feel about surprises generally? I think that like if it's a true surprise, which this was, I like it. But if there is a hint that a surprise is coming, it like tenses me up in a way I don't like. Like I just give me the information. What about you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I generally, I, I have a hard public stance against surprises. Interesting. The the reason for that is because I've been surprised in ways that where people mean well, but it's actually like, it's overwhelming because like someone shows up that I like wasn't prepared to see or something like that. And so- I want people who know me to know that I, I want I want people to know that I, I should only be surprised under very specific circumstances. Like I would trust like Andrea to surprise me. Okay. You know what I mean? Because she would yeah. like it, she would do a thing like Dan did. Like she would it would be like you know someone who I would always want to see under any circumstances would like show up and that would be fine. But I feel like if I don't have a really hard public stance, I might like. Other people might want to do surprisey things, and yeah. I think that the the problem with surprises is that they're. I feel like they're more often than not they center the surpriser versus the I surprised. Totally agree, and that's totally why agree. I look at Kevin behind you. I know the, he's plotting a way to like break through the glass window and he's leave me forever. So cute, little Kevin, your big belly. Um, yes, I actually kind of agree with that. It becomes about the surprise, the surprise itself and the person who pulled it off. Exactly. Yeah. There's a a great movie, a great movie, a rom-com from 10 years ago, Something Borrowed. It's based on a book, but Mm -hmm. it basically opens at, to, to really understand the relationship between these two best friends, it opens at the surprise party of the kind of more like shy reserved friend thrown by mm-hmm. like the gregarious friend and the gregarious friend like makes a speech and her speech is like we did it she was so surprised <laughs> that's so funny that's and that's really i think i get it yeah uh, it becomes about like pulling off the surprise right totally yeah no this was a great surprise a surprise party Absolutely. I don't need to, I don't want to be surprised into having to like perform um, anything, but having a friend that I would always love to see and that I rarely get to see because we don't live in the same place. Um, yeah. You can't go wrong with that. That's no, like, you know, right. your BFF shows up on your birthday like that. Yeah. What's, what could be wrong with it? Right. Yeah. You, it, you can't beat it. It was great. It was so much fun. And we had such a nice time. I mean, smack dab in the middle though, too, of the biggest shopping weekend of the year. Truly the Super Bowl of G Thanks just bought it. So my birthday was actually kind of a nice little reprieve from um the really hard backbreaking work of sitting on my couch and clicking. <laughs> uh, okay, but but let's be clear. Like I the if if like two people in my life are like Sally, what would you recommend I get 
for whatever and whoever. I, I'm like, this is so stressful. Like this is, I, this is emotional labor and I don't have the time and space. And meanwhile, you're out here being like, how can I help you? You're like, you know, every sale, Caroline, how do you do it? I have a great team. I am not alone. Elena is like the project manager of like the shop hub and she's a spreadsheet whiz. And she actually was a gee thanks head who reached out to me in June and was like, it was a great email. I'll have to find it. But but let this be a lesson to people that if there's nothing wrong with sending an email to someone that you might want to work for and be like, do you need someone? Because I called her like three minutes after that email came in and I was like, I need, I, <laughs> yes, please, you're hired. She sent me an email that was like, I get it. Like you're a creative head, you know? Mm-hmm. And like, but like I, there's so much I can help you with. Like I'm great at spreadsheets. I'm so organized. Like she's one of those people that, uh, and I don't know if you had this this experience too. But do you remember like kind of going after your first sort of like entry level jobs and when you have to write like your proficiencies, you're like, I'm proficient at Microsoft Word. Like mm-hmm. I know email. But you know, totally. I always write, of course, Microsoft Excel, I was proficient at. And what I really meant was I am proficient at finding the icon on the home screen mm-hmm. and opening it. And I understand that it is where you make spreadsheets. Yep. But Elena knows how to do like all the formulas. Oh yeah. That's like some next level. That's a next yes. level thing. Yeah. Next level. Like stuff. I just don't, honestly, a ton of our conversations are her being like, I'm not going to explain how this works <laughs> to you. Cause I, it, you're not going to get it. And, and I'm like, you're right. I don't care. Like, don't, I do not want to see behind the curtain. Just, right. Totally. So it, it's been a really, really great uh, working relationship because just everything she is good at is everything I'm not good at. And so it's incredible. It's great. And then, um, we have Leah who is just, you know, like a couple hours a day, she's been doing all the shop hub updates and everyone is paid and everyone is, uh, is, uh, paid accordingly. Um, but it is not just me. And it is definitely like a lot of times Elena will be like, do not touch this spreadsheet. Like you make one wrong thing is going to blow up. And I'm like, don't worry, I don't want to. So yeah, totally. It's been great. And then it gets gives me time to focus on the things that I like, which is like just getting to help people find fun stuff. Totally. I almost bought uh, uh, scent unsmelled another perfume that you what gram- it, what? grammed about. Um, you said it was it was like the another kill. thing you said was like gender neutral. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Sally, I will send you a bottle of this because I think I have back stock in my oh, in nice. one of my little drawers because like these are the things that I like when things like this go on sale, I buy like three. You stock up. Oh, so this was yes, okay. So if you missed my Instagram stories, this is the story behind the Kiehl's love oil is that when I went to visit my brother, he was either in college or on tour with Spring Awakening in like 08 or 09. Oh, and his boyfriend at the time was wearing this scent. And it was one of those scents where it was like so good that I just like wanted to stand next to him. Mm-hmm. Like every – I was like – like every time I could get close enough, I was just like inhaling. And I finally said, you know, what are you wearing? And he showed me and I went right out and bought it. And of course they broke up then and I'm sure my brother probably thought it was weird that I continued to smell like his ex Just like, yeah. Totally. Weird, weird experience. But it is one of the most – like 
intoxicate that Maya is the way I would describe Maya is different. The way I describe like if someone's wearing keels, it's like you just want to like sit next to them. Like wherever mm-hmm. they are, you just want to be smelling them. <laughs> like mm-hmm. it's it's really interesting. I think you would really like it. And if you like Maya, and I know you do like Maya, mm-hmm. um, this is definitely in that same family. Like I'm so excited. Warm, okay. Maybe I should have just I sh- yeah. I, I maybe should I love a warm scent. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I think that um, you know, you know what I, I want to consult you about, which we don't have to do now because it's a whole other thing. Is my favorite scent of all time is this like Neutrogena discontinued lotion, but discontinued from like a really long time ago. And Interesting. Um, yeah, and I feel like I I would love to consult you on like possible dupes and like how one copes when one's signature scent is going out of pr- out of print or out of production. Okay. Let's definitely make an episode about that because okay, I put a pin in that. Let's put a pin in that because I think that that's a really good call, and I bet we can find like a perfume head, like a professional. I, I you know, I'm out here just being like, I love things that smell good. Here are those yeah, things, but totally. I feel like there are definitely people who are like, okay, here's how you track down something that smells like exactly the same. Yeah, I would love to get into that because it's been it's been Ooh. like a decade. I love that they totally discontinued it or did they change they, the formula so it doesn't smell like that anymore? No, I think they totally discontinued it. It was this like it was this Neutrogena spray lotion uh-huh. called uh Rain Bath and it was really 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 like uh not heavy or greasy. It was really like th- like a thin, I don't know what's a good way of putting it, like a lotion that like you put it on like you immediately don't feel it anymore. Sure. And, sure. and it had this scent that was like <laughs> It's like, you know, when there's something that's like, this smells like fresh linens. It was like, yep. I, I would say it was like kind of that with a maybe like kind of detergenty smell, which I know doesn't sound appealing, but like it just had this no, like really, it. you know what I mean? Like mild, mm-hmm. fresh, clean, delightful scent. And they discontinued it. And at the time, this is a really long time ago, I was able to find a couple of bottles on like eBay or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's it's like gone be, forever. Yeah. Well, it says, I mean, they still make a rain bath. They make like an oil or something, right? Yeah, and it's not the same. They have like a shower mm-hmm. gel, it says at Costco. Let's see. I know, but it, it weirdly but it's not the same. They probably it's not just the changed same. the formula. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they and they stop I think they stopped making the lotion entirely and then they na- they like used the name for a bunch of other products because they don't smell like it at all. All right. Well, rain bath heads, if you're out there. And you have your Intel or, you know, a half-used bottle of rain bath from maybe like 10 years ago. I would pay like (laughs) $50 an ounce if you have any. (laughs) Wow. I'll buy it off you. (laughs) You hear that, you guys? Like who's going to be the next Jeff Bezos by by selling off their their invested rain bath? Exactly. Okay. We will definitely – that. okay, I am writing this down right now. We will do an episode – where we try to locate a rain bath. Dude. Nice. Okay. Thank you. Wow. I hate when that happens. So I, my heart goes out to you, Sally. Thank you. So for example, I see on this site that there's a bottle of it selling for $65. So what, obviously- What site? eBay? Uh, bonanza.com. Oh, that sounds trustworthy. Let's say. It, hold on. I'll send you the link. We don't, okay. I don't, sorry. I don't want to, I know I'm no, always no, like, no, like, I love Caroline, this. I only have an hour. And then I'm like, but I have 50 <laughs> other things to talk about. <laughs> no, I love that. I really like that. No, I, I want to help you find that. That's fun. Also, I just like love tracking down 
I wish that you had saved like in like just the smallest container, mm-hmm. like a little scent, so that we oh, could go I, off. Why of didn't it? I do that? Because now yeah, I have why didn't to go you off think of? that Neutrogena was going Sally. to? <laughs> <laughs> why didn't you put it in your apothecary table? Seriously. Okay, we will find you that dupe. That will be like our 2023, early 2023, early Q1 mission. Thank you for taking this on. Yeah, absolutely. Just as a business. Wow. Google. Do you hear Google yelling at me? Yeah. What's she, what's she saying? What's she mad about? No. It just, uh, hey, Google, stop talking. Hey, Google, take her easy. <laughs> Chill. She just said to me, and now I'm whispering because I'm like, I don't know what is happening. She goes, I do not have an answer for that. But do you want to know what's happening in space in 2023? It's like, not particularly. Hold on a second. That sounds <laughs> that sounds very Black Mirror-esque to I me. I agree. You know, I, do you have like a, a like at home Google device thing? Like like a thing that you can be like, Alexa, yeah. brew the coffee. We don't, we don't have one. You know what? That feels smart because when this kind of stuff happens and it happens maybe like once a month where it like – where like no one has said anything and she's mm-hmm. like, I do not know what that like what Chris Evans' favorite food is. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't um, know how to cancel yeah. your voter registration. I'm like, I, exactly. Right. Exactly. It's like one vote registered for Donald Trump. Thank right, you exactly. for voting. Um, I really start to think like, I don't know if this is worth it just to have this always listening microphone that the only thing I ask is what is the weather and now that I live in a place where the weather is literally the same every single day I don't know that I need to <laughs> never know. changes yeah we should probably unplug that um so Sally I got you the airpods we have secured the you bag did it. oh my god you really you bailed me out of like a major situation because I I told my partner I was like I got the AirPods. Don't worry about getting them. And then the order got canceled. Yeah. Like I made an order through Target, was confirmed, and then yeah, it, and then it was canceled. That would have happened to you. Yeah. And so I was, I was, I was in a panic, and you bailed me out like majorly. So what happened was you made the order of AirPods. So the AirPods second gen, which we all remember from the last episode, AirPods mm-hmm. went down to one ninety nine each from like two twenty nine, which is a twenty percent savings. And then I got to use my Target red card, which gave you $10 off each pair, which was actually kind of a nice little um, perk. Oh but my God. I, I never Venmo'd you. I'm realizing now, did I? Uh, I don't think I requested I don't, it either. Jeez, I'm, I'm like, just sitting over here getting, getting, it's everyone <laughs> let Caroline know if you want free AirPods. <laughs> you're going to find a horse's head in your bed I know, tomorrow. Seriously. Like, give me the money for the AirPods. <laughs> Um, but I don't know. Target has not, and I, as someone who places a lot of orders through Target, I do a ton of pickup. Um, and they've never canceled anything, so that's so weird to me that they canceled. Your can order. I t- can I tell you that like this is not an insult to Philadelphia. This is the thing I love about Philadelphia. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, it's a suspicious way to start. A things anecdote. like work differently here. I okay. feel like okay. there's like I want to just like. Okay. For example, this is not related, but I just, I, it's a very Philadelphia thing. And I, I think it'll maybe like capture the essence of the city. I was in a coffee shop and I ordered a coffee and the person was like, do you want, the barista was like, do you want milk? And I was like, oh yeah, do I, uh, do I add it myself or do you guys do it behind the bar? And the no. barista was like, um, it used to just be out there, but now we do it behind the bar. I was like, oh, okay. And he was like, yeah, the other day this guy walked in with a bowl of dry cereal and he just walked up to the bar and took our milk carafe and left with it. And 
he was like <laughs> honestly the, like I respect that but okay. I know I do too I do too I was like wow like and he was like the reason was like yeah I was really it was the most Philadelphia thing ever and I just really like understood that and I feel like mm. now I'm I'm doing a thing that I hate when people do at my hometown which is it sounds like I'm maligning an entire city based on like <laughs> some little idiosyncrasy but all I'm saying is that since we've like moved here I just things are slightly different than they are and even the targets they feel slightly different it's like when something when something like kind of hinky happens i'm not that surprised like when target canceled my order i was like yeah that checks out that is so interesting i like, mean i guess every every city does have its own things but it's really funny that like yours is triggered by like a cancellation from like a big box brand and you're like something this all traces back to the fact that i am located in philadelphia it does it's i'm located it's at like a convergence of some kind of energy that makes <laughs> things just like slightly chaotic just like wow. just that you know there's just like a there's a tinge of chaos everywhere is how i would put it and you've seen gritty i mean right exactly that is that honestly that is like canceled airpod energy right gritty has canceled airpod energy that is so interesting i mean i i mean la also I mean, think of every other city. Like, I mean, I'm not saying like, I'm not taking away, but you're right that like every city is like, oh, this is the most LA thing. Um, right, right. Totally. Yeah. Like when Dan, Dan went hiking on the West side the other day, you know, the West side of the country and West side of the country, sure. West side of the country. And like, he was like, there's too many influencers out here. And like all, it's just like you're hiking through the desert, but then also on your way, you just pass like a lot of very pretty people and like matching athleisure, just photographing themselves. And that's like part of like the sightseeing and it's like yeah that's just like your daily routine totally it's like yeah well, you would miss them if they weren't there so so that's what we get and you get canceled airpods from target canceled airpods yeah yeah well, yeah i mean not. every city has its own its own like proprietary energy exactly right and yours is is canceled airpod energy mm -hmm. well mm -hmm. worry not because i got you and i'll thank be you so them much in the mail this week um <clears throat> I'm glad we found them at the price that I had hoped to find them. I never saw them go lower and I did check all weekend. I was like, you are checking heroic. I also, um, I feel like you should charge me like a, an emotional distress fee because you're <laughs> going to have to go into the post office, which is always just like a thing. Maybe it's not a thing on the West side of the country. It's, you know what though? It, it is, but I have a, um, printer. And so all I have to do is just print the label and drop it off. I don't have to like, I don't have to like stand and like interact with anybody. It, it's mostly just Amazing. like the, the emotional distress comes from, um, I only have so many places to plug all of the things in from like the, you know, the recorder for the show and <laughs> the microphone. And then like, I have to swap out the plugs when I want to use the printer. And that's the thing that I'm like, Oh, and then I have to go behind the computer. And, like, I Figure I feel out like plug. <laughs> I feel like there's a product that you could get that would probably simplify right. this. That's the, I think there's a blind spot I have. Actually, no, I already yeah. know I have my biggest blind spot is packing. I'm the worst packer on earth. It takes me days to pack for like a weekend, and I like wait have pure panic the entire time. Okay, so oh, but but like when you get to your destination, are you like, oh my god, I packed terribly, or is it like it's fine? It just took. It was just like a whole production to get you there. I oh, I always overpack. Like even mm, if I mm -hmm. I brought a I traveled carry on for two and a half weeks in Europe, and I still managed to overpack. Like like I get there's so many tweets like this I see, and it's like 
um, me at home, like, oh, I will wear the same shirt seven days in a row. Like me packing for vacation, I must bring 37 shirts. <laughs> like, because yeah. you never know. Right. And so that's kind of where I am. Is like, I'm always, I always am, pre- you know, preempting that FOMO of like, mm-hmm. vacation is ruined because I forgot. Like, I, I didn't know that I would want to wear this thing that's in my closet that I haven't worn for four years. And totally. Sends me into a spiral. But my other blind spot is the products is finding products that make my life better. Mm. I'm happy to help anyone else out, but like I have a lot of, you're right, like I could get cord organizers. Uh, I could use my label maker to label the cord for the printer versus the one for the recorder. And then I would know, and then it wouldn't be like a whole thing where I psych myself up to have to move the cords around. But I will never do it because I want my life to be as difficult as possible. No, I mean, it's like, you know, you, you it's like a, it's like when someone is really good at giving advice, but like, I, I I feel sort of like that sometimes. I feel like I can give really sensible advice, but then like I would never take it. Like no, I would never course. like I, I'm like totally. here's what you should do. You should you should have this hard conversation with this person. It's going to mm-hmm. be difficult, but you should mm-hmm. be really honest. Whereas I would just like you know ghost the person and never you know. So it's like yeah. one of those deals. It's like you can do it for other people, but not yourself. Yeah, it's like for thee, but not for me. But like exactly. in the other, but in like the right. non-racist way. Um, I totally, I could not agree more. That's exactly my vibe. Uh, so I checked, I kept checking all weekend. The AirPod price never went down, um, farther than what we had paid. So I was really excited about that. And I, I was very pleased that my prediction was true, that they weren't going to drop second gen to, uh, to like a doorbuster type price. Like they did drop first gen, but that's not what we were looking for. We Mm-mm. had to, we, we needed. had to get you second gen. You called I it, did. man. I know, I know. Sometimes I even shock myself. I really you do. You know, and I and I would have, um, ha- had it not been for you, I would have just checked the price on a random day where there wasn't a sale and then gotten really stressed out being like, what if I buy at the wrong time? Will they reduce the price? What if they don't? Right. And then I would have just paid full price just to be done with the whole thing. Totally. Yes. I think that that's sort of what I was trying to prevent a lot of people from doing this weekend, which is like, mm-hmm. you know, is that I know that it's 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 gam- it's honestly gambling in a lot of ways, you know, like, yes, you could you have made X money at the slot and you could keep going and there's a good chance this might work out for you. There's a good chance it might not. But I think a lot of people sometimes get really stuck on like, well, it's 30 percent. Do we think it's going to go up to 35 percent? And it's like I understand wanting to hit at the top of that sale. But when mm-hmm. you think, of, is it worth the, sh- is the 5% worth the stress? It's probably totally. a difference of like $4. And like, maybe for some people it is, and that's their business. But I think that people get really too consumed with like the gamification of like, what will the best sale be? And not just like, okay, 30% is pretty good. Um, I can pay for it now and be done with it. Uh, but that's what the stores want you to do. Cause honestly, a lot of them are probably banking on the fact that you might just hold out so long thinking it's going to go lower that you'll end up having to buy at full price. Yeah, totally. I was thinking that uh, they don't really make it easy. None of the places that are selling things and none of the storefronts make it easy, which is why like, I feel like a lot of people go into Black Friday, which is why when you asked me, I was like, I don't know. I don't do anything for Black Friday because it is it is just so overwhelming. And, it's overwhelming. And I always, yeah. And I, it's not only overwhelming, it's also that it feels like you're, you're, you have a, you're in like a, um, 
an oppositional relationship to the mm-hmm. stores that are selling you stuff that you need. And it's like, you're trying, you're like, are they going to trick me or am I going to trick them? Am I going to get it at the right, right. time? And it's such a like, uh, it's just such a, I mean, we already live with so many systems that like have control over us in really bad ways. It's so annoying. Well, I'm sure actually some people find it like a fun challenge. They're like, I can't wait. I'm going to like hunt for the thing. Totally. You know, I think people really have fun with that. But honestly, if it's something that you need or that's something you really want and it's not just going to be like a, oh, how fun. Look what I got on sale. It ends up being a pain in the ass. What do you think of the strategy of being like, I, I, I I need this thing. I know it's going to go on sale on Black Friday and I could probably obsess about it for like a week or more, but I'm just going to decide that I'm not going to, once it gets to like X amount, I'm just going to buy and then stop looking at it. Like you sort of in your mind, you're like, this is worth like I think that's X smart. amount to me. I think okay. that's smart. I think, I mean, time is money and also like stress is money. And so, Mm, so you have to kind of think like, am I consumed by the fact that I might save five more dollars on this? You know? Um, I mean, I think it's great when people are like, oh, I can't be bothered with black Friday. I'll just buy it full price. Like, okay. Like I'm not living that life right now. Mm -hmm. Um, if I want something like really big, but yeah, I think you kind of come up within your head. You're like, 20% 20% is great. I mean, you again, back to gambling just cuz I love Vegas and any any chance to talk about it. But like sometimes you have to go into playing being like I'm going to leave when I'm up this much. Mm, mm-hmm. Because if you don't have a game plan, then you're like, well, maybe the next spin I'll be like a billionaire and then I'll and if I don't do it, then I'll always wonder like was that the billion dollar spin and then what ends up happening is you leave with no money and you leave with totally. nothing that you're looking for. So um, I wanted to ask you about so one of the big sales that is continuing right now, and I'm not sure if by the time the episode comes out um, this week, this will still be true. But but it's sort of a uh, a holdover sale from from Black Friday um, and Cyber Monday at Target, where all the games are like 50 percent off. And Ooh. so I was looking through the games, being like is there anything I want to add to my collection? I've become a real game head lately. And I know that you like an RPG Mm -hmm. and I like a good board game. Um, So is there any, anything that you would, would in for game heads, is there something that like, so, okay, let me, let me rephrase this. I think I, every year I always buy my family a game we can all play together on Christmas mm-hmm. because I think it's like a fun way to spend time together. It really takes away the stress of like, are we going to have to sit around and tell the same stories over and over again and like mm-hmm. search for it. It's just, it gives you focus. And I like having things to focus on. Could be a puzzle too. It doesn't matter. I usually go with games and I was trying to think like, Oh, with this, sale this is this is when i should probably pick up something uh for christmas and Mm -hmm. this is the same situation where it's like if i don't do it today is it really a big deal that like this game is now 26 dollars and not 13 dollars? yeah on the grand scale of money it's not going to move the needle much for me but if i have time today and everything is 50 percent off i might as well like that would be the smart way to do it so Especially, I mean, games can get uh, expensive is the thing. Totally. And I mean, it's just fun to like, 
that's a, it's like if you see a 50% off sale on a game and you're a game person, it does make sense. It's yeah, not like, I'm like, it's I'm like looking oh, I'm at just this. buying this because it's 50% off. Right. Um, no, I think it's a great call. I'm looking at this now and there's like, they have great games, at least on the, you know, online. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was wondering if there's any like game that you have a recommendation for. And I know that you're not as much of a board game head as I am, but like, have yeah. you played anything in recent memory that you think would be like family appropriate? Okay. I, yeah. So I'm not as much of a word game person as I am a tabletop role playing game person. However, mm-hmm. uh, I will say me and Rachel, friend, friend of, friend, uh, of, G, friend and, of the pod and G thanks head, yep. um, Rachel, and I had a podcast and we did two entire episodes just about games because there was like so much fun stuff to talk about. And Rachel has gotten really into this category of board games that she refers to as <laughs> board games that fuck, which right. is like the way, like, you know, when we were kids, it's like there was Sorry and Monopoly yep. and Trouble, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. trouble and like clue. And nowadays it's like these games with like this beautiful art and the tokens are carved from wood and they're very like high concept. And she's gotten really into those. And um I see some on the Target website, such as parks and trails. Which I was are- gonna do you know about parks and trails? I was gonna ask you if you knew about parks and trails. I don't. And if yeah. you, you have intel on that. I don't have a ton of intel except for the fact that like I know people really love playing it. I think actually Rachel has talked about parks before. They have really beautiful materials. I mean, the nice thing about these board games that fuck is that mm. you know, if you get someone Connect 4, which by the way, great game, you're it's you're just kind of giving them like a lot of cheap plastic and these kind of newer board games um you know, they tend to just have like very heavy cardstock and wooden pieces and they just they feel they have like an artisanal quality to them. And in fact, a lot of them are, I'm sure a lot of them are distributed by big companies, but a lot of them are, you know, made by independent creators and stuff like that. Um, so I, I really like that. I mean, the thing I will say about these games is that not all of them, but some of them, there's kind of like a learning curve um, of like, it's, it's, it's not it's not as as straightforward as like you play a little shoe and you roll the dice, move that many squares, and then pick a card. You know yes. what I mean? Yeah, there is there's strategy and I, the the thing about games is like the worst part of a game is like learning the game. Uh, I mean, listen, we did a whole thing. Go listen to Oh, I Like That. Look up the episodes on games. We did a whole thing on like teaching people games and like how to do it well okay. because that that is a whole thing. Like, and one of like my biggest takeaways from recording those episodes is that. You have to, you can't, if you have to teach people a game, especially if it's complicated, you can't be like, hey, let's play a game. And then the first thing you do is spend like an hour teaching them because that's not, when you say play a game, that's really different from like, let's sit down and learn a game. So I just think that like, if you're, you just want to keep in mind when you're like, like if you're picking out a game to play with your family over Christmas, I think I would recommend one of these more like party games versus like one of the board games that fuck. Yeah. Unless you already know how to play the board game and you, you want can to bring explain it, to it the and people. you can Yeah. And and also like you're with a crowd that is like down to learn a new game because a lot of times you, you, people you're with people who don't want to sit down and absorb the instruction or aren't in the mood, which is like legit. I often am not in the mood to sit down for an hour and like learn a whole complicated thing. Yeah. But for example, I see on Target like have you played um we're not really strangers. No. That's like a really good 
I wonder if it would be hellish to play with one's family, <laughs> but it's one of, it's one of these games where you like ask each other kind of interesting questions and the questions get like increasingly more probing as you play, but what did I say it was called? It's called We're Not Really Strangers. We're um, Not Really Strangers. Okay. Yeah. And it's meant to be for couples, um, but there's a non-couples one too that you can play with a group. Interesting. Um, and that's really fun. I, I so have what, that. Is and it then, like questions? Is it like, what is the yeah, hold on. kind of deal? So I've played it. We're Not Really Andrea, Strangers. I'm looking at this right now. Let's see. Purpose-driven card game. Mm. Um, carefully crafted levels of questions and wild cards allow, allow you to deepen your existing relationships. So and start new ones. It you you kind of like ask each other um, these questions, and then there's also there are dig deeper questions, which are a little bit more like reflective. I think that like it. This is a really good one for people who want to maybe d- d- um, have a a bit more of a maybe like vulnerable, not vulnerable. I don't want to make it sound like it's heavier than it is, but it's not like, you know, taboo or categories, which by the way, are both available at Target are an amazing party games, mm-hmm. but they're, um, they're, it's a game for like, kind of, if you're someone who enjoys like talking and connecting with people, the question, the questions are meant to facilitate that. Oh, interesting. I feel like there's like, that is like, um, I don't know that I'm like, ready to really like know my family. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I actually think I, I'm looking at some of them now and like I would not want to ask any of these questions to my family or hear their answers. Um, <laughs> but I would totally sit down with like, you know, Andrea and you and Dan. Totally. And play We're Not Really Strangers. You know what I mean? I lo- Okay. So I, yeah. And I love having games that go in like specific categories like that. Right. Like games that fuck is like great, but someone already has to like, you basically already have to know the game. Totally. Cover Your Assets is is a great game for this kind of thing. But even, I mean, I remember the weekend Dan and I tried to teach my entire family Cover Your Assets and it was just like, definitely some people were not into it. Because of they, the, do you think that of the it's learning. Like, not they, the learning. Yeah, that, that's the thing is yes. like if, if, if you could put the knowledge of the game into their brains, they would be psyched. But it's it, like the learning, that's the whole thing. Absolutely. And I think that that is, that's a really obviously hard um, barrier to get past because there is no other way for you to know the game well other than to teach you. So um, that I think now that my family knows how to play that, like that can be like a standby. Mm-hmm. Um, have you ever played Chameleon? No. What's that? So the friends that we do Friendsgiving with and the friends that we went to Italy with are the same friends. And mm-hmm. we are we are games people. We're They are the ones that we discovered um, Cover Your Assets with. And ever okay. since then, we've been chasing that high of like nice. a just as fun game. So we brought a bunch of games to Italy. And then for Friendsgiving, the rule was everyone, aka four people, all four of us each had to bring a game. And the goal was to like find the next game that we were obsessed with but even for four adults who were like into games and like wanted to sit down and learn and hang out and like sit around a table and like all of us like you really have to strike the mood of like all right are we ready to like read some instructions and then like do an open face round and then like fuck up a bunch of times and then like consult the rule book when we're like confused about what's happening and it just is sort of a a whole thing yeah yeah so chameleon was a winner from the italy trip and it is um and i was saying this because i saw that it's $13 $13 and it's usually $20 today Ooh. and I don't have my own copy so I might. So basically this is did you ever have Balderdash 
as a kid? Oh, yeah, but I don't remember what it was. Balderdash is um, someone gets a – I can't remember the intricacies, but it's basically like there is a word – and someone there, there's a word, a, a word that like is very difficult. Not a lot of people, I don't know, a hard word. And the idea is that everybody has to come up with a def, uh, a definition that they think sounds plausible for this word. It's not the right definition. Mm. It's like, and you want to convince people that your definition of the word is the correct one, and one person has access to the correct definition. And Wait, is this balderdash or chameleon? You're just that's balderdash. That's balderdash. Okay, okay. And chameleon is similar in that, um, and it's it, like the thing is too is like with this group, sometimes you get these games that are perfect for four people, and sometimes you get games that you're obsessed with, and you're like, it would be better if there were two other people here. Totally, totally. <laughs> um, and chameleon is one of them. I would say four, you can do it, but it's more fun. The more people, the better with this kind of game. So you like pick a card um, from. I'm trying to remember. Now it's been like a few months since we played it. But basically someone that you pick a card and someone has what they call a chameleon card. And the chameleon mm-hmm. card doesn't have any information. So basically like, okay, so you have a card uh, face up and it's like movies and oh yeah. Okay. Great. So uh, now now I'm like trying to explain a game I don't remember how to play. So it's not going to go very well. But basically it's the same kind of thing where one of you has to be a liar. Mm-hmm. And then then everyone in the circle votes on who they think the chameleon is. And, oh. and all of you... So basically... Okay, so if there's a card facing up, um, it's like a grid. It's like the top row is A, B, C, D. Uh, the side row is one, two, three, four. And then you roll a dice and it, say, it says, you know, B, three. Okay, on mm-hmm. the movies card... It's the Wizard of Oz. Mm-hmm. Um, and everybody in their hand has the movie's card except for the chameleon. And so um, you can you say like a word that describes the the movie. And remember, like, you know, it's the Wizard of Oz. Right. So you're like Scarecrow. And, <clears throat> you know, you have a the movie card, too. So you're like. Uh, brain and then the chameleon has to basically go by like what you guys are saying to to try to blend their answers in so that it sounds oh. like they also have access to that card do you know what i mean I'm oh so the person who well. no 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 so so it's like a social deduction thing where it's yes. like yes they're everyone is it, right right okay so the person who um doesn't know what the actual movie it doesn't know it's what wizard everyone's of oz talking about is, yes. is saying something to try to make it seem like they do know it's wizard of oz yes and then and you, then everyone has to guess who was pretending to know right so the okay. point is that it would be very easy if you knew that if you, it's wizard of oz you as a player are also trying to be like well if i say scarecrow i've given the chameleon like a really good Ah, in like that's really obvious so like you kind of want to make your answer it's it's very fun but again like sounds awesome it would be a great like sitting around with like seven or eight people kind of thing um so i might buy that one for and then i'll have to reteach myself the rules obviously uh but it it was really i like like um i love games where you have options 
of what you can do, but you don't have mm. to do all of them and you can mm-hmm. employ your own strategy. I don't love a board game where it's like you said, roll the dice, pick a card mm-hmm. um, because there's not much like fun to that. You're at the mercy of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, but like cover your assets and chameleon and a bunch of other games we were playing it sort of, it's like, okay, like the point of this game is that every turn you either can put down a card or pick up a card, but you don't have to do anything. Mm-hmm. And you can kind of figure out like what strategy you want to employ to make, to have you win. Totally. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I, I'm, I'm wondering how you feel about Clue. I'm a real Clue head. But I have to I admit, find, I've never played Clue. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Tell me everything. Okay. Now, I will say that when I, whenever I'm in a group of people, I'm like, let's play Clue. And there's definitely like a, a, a rousing chorus of like groans because <laughs> I think if you play Clue as a kid, it seems like it's a game just about luck do you know the do you know the premise of clue i do that you're I, trying to i do that you're you're this person in this room with this weapon yeah so basically you're moving around a board that is all like rooms in a place and yep. you're trying to determine who uh a, you're trying to determine a person a weapon in a room and you yep. do that by moving around and um kind of trying to like deduce what cards people have or don't have in their hands and it is true that there's like some luck to it um, because it like what you get dealt and how you roll and stuff like that. But what it really is, is like kind of um, keeping track of like who's asking for what and trying to pick up on like, like when you play like three games of Clue in a row, for example, you're like, oh, I see this person's thing is to uh, like keep asking the same question over and over and over and see if they get a different answer. And this person doesn't have a strategy. They're just moving everywhere. Mm. So it's like there's some strategy to it, but it's you you can employ as much of it or as little as you want. I don't know. For some reason, I find it to be kind of the perfect middle ground of like, it's not as involved of, as like Settlers of Catan, which by the way, I, I, I played once play. like 15 years ago I and I just was like, it. what? Yeah. It's, it's not as, it's not nearly as complicated as that, but it's also, <clears throat> it, it's, it's more, uh, there's more going on than there is, I would say with like, I don't know, like, um, the board games we were talking about earlier, like Monopoly or Sorry, like the ones that we is the point with, so. of Clue, <clears throat> like so you can. I'm looking at it right now. Which, by the way, on Amazon, Clue is six dollars. It's usually twelve, Ooh. and today it is six. There seems to be a lot of different, but it's a it's a board game. Yeah, it's a board game. There's a lot of different versions of it. There's like Clue Junior and Clue Master Detective. And when I was growing up, there was this awesome one that you played with, like your VCR, like it came with a VHS tape oh, and it was like interactive. Games. Loved it. Uh-huh. Um, and there's also, um, uh, there's a lot of different, uh, like, like I have a Game of Thrones uh, clue, which is basically clue with like a couple of additional little like uh, rules and mechanics that are like meant to uh, 
represent like the flavor of Game of Thrones. They have them for like, if you like a TV show or movie that's popular, there's probably a clue uh, to go along with it. I'm sure there's like Golden Girls clues. Just like Monopoly, like you get your different themes. Exactly. And and they're always basically just the game clue, but there will be these like additional um, rules that are meant to sort of like echo the flavor of whatever the franchise is. Um, and I don't know, like, I, I, again, like this is not a game where I'm like, I'm really into clue and it's a total crowd pleaser, (laughs) but, but I have gotten people to play it and like, and I've got like half the time people are like, that's really fun. Let's play again. And half the time people are like, it is as I remembered. Not that good of a game. I, <laughs> I think ha- it's great. I hate it. I Look, I think this is why I think that you and I get along so well, because I feel like we are both the people in the gathering that are like, and who wants to play a game? <laughs> and, and like not reading the room. And everyone's like, no, no I'm enjoying all. just talking and hanging yeah. out. And I'm like, I know. Oh, let's man. make this competitive. Um, right. Okay. I like that. I want to try it. Again, I'm always looking for like just things like Dan, like I have brought games into Dan's Thanksgiving. Like I'm like, let's do games. Let's Oh, like, you're not fucking around. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just I, I like to have options. I'm always down. Um we started I I I mentioned this briefly um on one of the holiday episodes I did with Jen Fallick, who does um, gift recommendations for today's show, product recommendations for the Today Show, she told me about this game called Blocus. It also could be called Blockus. Mm. Um, and it is a spatial uh, sort of like awareness game with like, it's like Tetris kind of. Oh, okay. And that is the new hit in our home, mostly because it is actually just as fun to play with two people as it is to play with four. So it's fun. That's interesting because spatial... And like Tetris does not make me want to play it, but that you're out is, here saying, and well, I'm a, and I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, a visual, I'm a woman in oh. STEM, but I'm a visual. See, Dan is so good at all the word games that it doesn't make it fun for me to play because I always yeah. lose. But like Dan has a, has a, has a flaw and it's that he can't really like see. That's awesome. That's me. I, I'm terrible at, <laughs> do you, have you played set? No, what's that? So that is a game. You should also bust that out because you'd probably totally dominate. Set is a game where it's a, a bunch of cards. Right now. Okay. Yeah. So basically what you do is you, you put out 12 cards and okay. the car the cards have there's like I'm gonna say three different shapes, three different colors, and then three different patterns. And what you're trying to do is when you put out, I think it's 12 cards, you're trying to identify a set of three cards from the 12 you see. And it can be a set because uh, it's like three cards that are all the same color, but they're different in pattern and they're different in shape. Or they're all the same, they have all the same pattern. I would, I would kill at this game. I would okay. Kill this, this game, game, this game is like, this is one of the things like any kind of mathematics over like be, beyond like a fifth grade level math where I I feel my brain not able to do the task in front of it. It's like if you came up to me and started speaking a language I'd never heard before, <laughs> it would be like playing set. It's like my brain, it's just there's not – and when I play set with Andrea, it's similar where what you do is you you're staring at this like display of cards and you're saying set when you see something and then you pick them up and take them. And I'm sitting there staring. There's like a thin stream of drool coming out of my mouth. And she says like set, set, 
set. And yes. she gets like five for every like one. So I feel like you could really dominate with this. This is what I need because Dan is like a big Bananagrams head. And I love Bananagrams, but like it's not fun to play with someone who wins every time. So same yeah, way I totally. feel about Mario Kart. That is a, And that is exactly the vibe of Bananagrams where it's like you're sort of paying attention to your own thing, but you have to call out. Have you played Bananagrams? Yeah, 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 I do. I do like I do like it, but it there's a speed element to Bananagrams that I don't love. Same. And also, like, it's the same thing that you're saying with, like, the colors and the shapes, whereas, like, I would absolutely automatically see that. When you turn over your 21 letters, Dan immediately starts, like, making really long Scrabble words, and I'm like – The. <laughs> literally same. Her. And, and, yeah. And also, when you see the words – you don't even recognize them as like actual words. And I'll give you an example of this. We were playing Bananagrams at Friendsgiving. And Dan, of course, was like on his ninth time of winning. And I was just trying to enjoy like the scenery of being there because I was like, mm-hmm. this is boring for me. But he had, you know, at the end, whenever when you claim to have a full board, the rest of the players have to go through all the words to make sure that you're not like fucking around. Mm-hmm. And I kept going. Uh-uh, foot is not a word. Foot is not a word. <laughs> it was just foot. And I couldn't see that it wasn't foot. Like something came over me. I majored in words. I got my college degree in, hey, let's write these words on the paper mm-hmm. and let other people read them. And I said, foot is not a word <laughs> when we played bananagrams. Incredible. I, everything falls out of my brain during that game. And I will, I'm ordering set right now because I want people to know I do yeah. have strengths and there's you need to somewhere dominate. else. Totally. Wow. Yeah, this is how this is an example of your college degree not really helping you in the real world. It's like oh, yeah. What why did why bother if bananagrams is going to be so challenging? Yeah, I mean that's how I am with anything with anything visual. I just it it I don't know. I mean like set actually it gets to a point for me where it's like not enjoyable. Like I I don't really mind I, I'm not very competitive. Mm-hmm. I don't mind being beaten, but the problem with set is that I feel like I can't accomplish the task at hand and I'm playing it's like if I were to sit down and play chess a game that I know some of the rules of with like a chess champion it's mm-hmm. like we're not even really I can't even do the task you know what I mean it's right. like that kind of a deal yeah, so it's like not freeze fun up. you get like mm-hmm. um you get like I like I don't know whatever the equivalent of like whiskey dick is with like gaming. <laughs> it's like you just it's cannot like you, get it up. You for cannot visual get games. it up for visual games. Yeah. I can't get it up for word games. I can't perform, and then I'm like, this never happens. I do know that foot is a word, and I'm like, please don't be mad. And then um, Dan's like, we'll try again right. later. And Dan, it's okay. Dan's like, don't worry. This happens to everyone who plays bananagrams <laughs> with me. They also can't get it up, and it is. And it just becomes like not fun. So totally, it's, it's fun. It's it's. There's also the two full, and also my dad is a words guy because he's also yeah. a writer. So like doing any sort of words game with Dan and my dad is like, like all right, let's let's the the game is actually how not fun can this be? Like can this be totally. as not fun as the last time we did this, or is this going to be more not fun? And that's the actual game, and I win every time. So I need to bring, <laughs> I need to stealthily bring some. Uh, some sort of like picture game. Like I kill it like, you know, like memory when you're little and you like lay mm-hmm. out the cards. I, I was so good at that kind of stuff. But word games, not oh, great. Not great. I'm, so, um, I'm so envious. There are so many times in life and in games where – are you good at math? Because I feel like these things no, often go together. I'm not. No, you're not? Okay. No, I, I was very much – interestingly enough, I was one of those like – I was one of those kids where like my report card was like English, A+, plus, history, like – 
A minus, uh, you know, like social studies, A plus, math, like in danger of failing, might not graduate from high school. <laughs> yeah, totally. Like has literally never passed a test. Like is everything okay? Like that part of my brain is just like on vacation forever. So no, not good at math continues to not be good at math. What about, are you? I, no, I'm terrible at it and it makes me really anxious. And, Great. I like um, that. We're not I, I remember like the first time I got put into a remedial group was for math and it was in sixth grade. That's yep. when everything started to go downhill. Like all my friends went into their little cute like smart kids thing and yeah. then I was in the like this or person. Or not even needs- the smart kids, like just the normal trajectory of of mm-hmm. like math for whatever grade. And I was also in the like advanced, they called it in our school, they called it advanced algebra, but it was like kind of the opposite. Oh, wait, <laughs> Caroline, in, in my school, like um, honors, <laughs> I think it was called honors geometry was like it, it was like not the lowest, but it was like the middle. It was mm-hmm. like, so it was like, I forget what the one, maybe in, in high school, maybe it was called like advanced or something, but they called it honors to make it sound like, but it was totally just I'm like, it was the you. remedial one. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. I was like, all right, I'll accept that my my ego is stroked and that's okay. I'll take it. But okay. Yeah. So you were, you also were in the remedial math like me. This is why we became yeah. like journalists, honestly. Totally. No, 100%. I, I don't want to ever see anything having to do with numbers or pictures. Never again. Ever again. Literally never. But never. but you think that there's a connection between being good at games and being good at math? Being good at like visual games, like, like games like set. I mean, mm. I say this with no basis. I'm sure that you could just like Google. I'm sure that like ner- <laughs> neuroscientists <laughs> have determined. Yeah, I would never either. There's no way to know if there's a connection. So I just like to posit. The- Can you believe how much of life was just like people positing things and then their friends having to be like, I mean, I guess that could be true, but you really had no you way of knowing. You couldn't Google. I feel what like would you do? Of- write to a, the head of a mathematics department at a university? You know yeah, what I mean? What would you do? Like, go to the library and like and like talk to the librarian about like get, getting a reference a call number for like a book like and then you're gonna read the book give me a break yeah give me a break you're I would just you just believe your friends I know I know and th- now like my entire activity is like fact-checking literally everything Dan says and I'm like mm, I don't know about that I don't know about every that. I do that constantly to Andrea it's such an annoying <laughs> journalist habit yeah I'm like look I just what I'm like source Source. Yeah. Back up, back up for this. Yeah. Right. Right. TK, 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 TK. Yeah. I don't know. I just think, okay. So I like the idea of saying, you know, math. I I mean, it's obviously like a brain. All these games require you to also be thinking a few steps ahead of where you are. Mm -hmm. I think that is the thing that I enjoy that. I think if, if I'm looking for one quality in Mm -hmm. a game, that I want to bring to a holiday gathering or to like a gathering in general. It's this, it's the idea of a game that requires you to not just wait till your turn comes around, but to watch what other people are doing yeah, because that's it affects. Clear. Okay. You might like, so then I would, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> we're on camera right now and I'm, I'm, I'm thrusting my hands yeah. at the camera this because like I'm so excited. Grabbing emotion made yes, at yes. the camera. Then, okay, so if that is the qual- – that's the one quality, I would say, above all else that I'm looking for. And you see it in Cover Your Assets and you see it in Blocus, um, which I will send to you guys because I think it might be fun for Andrea <laughs> to play, not for you. <laughs> to win at um, Blocus, yeah. <laughs> um, but it's like I love the idea of being like you will do better if you don't zone out while other people are – taking their turn and with a game like Monopoly it's like it doesn't matter 
how many numbers you roll or where someone else lands on the board. It's just, it's not your, it's not your business. You just don't it's get to do it. It's, right. it's none of my business. You just, yeah. You just mind your own business until it comes around to you again. I can't yeah. believe we're such um, gamers. We're such intense hardcore gamers. I think <laughs> I would identify as a hardcore gamer. Would you? I do. I, I, and I always have, honestly. I always um, have. Now, how do you feel about old standbys, taboo and categories? Because I feel like those are like, that's like, it's like a Hershey, a Hershey bar. It's like, yeah, you can go get a, uh, a take five, which by the way, I love, or you can mm. get some like fancy dark chocolate. Sure. That's going to be good. But what about like, just, it's an old favorite they never let you down. Hershey bar never lets you down. You know, taboo and categories. It's like eating McDonald's in a foreign country. It's That's like you it. know exactly what – it's like it's going to taste the same. You want to feel home, walk into McDonald's anywhere you are and you're going to – it's going to – you're going to have the same – it's going to be the same vibes. So 100%. categories love – tap was not really a taboo person. Um, not a taboo head. Is taboo the one where you can't – is that like the catchphrase sort of vibe where it's like you have to just – it's like a you have to describe the word but you can't say the word? Exactly. You have to describe oh, it but you can't say I it. I do love that. That's really I do fun. Love that. Um, that one's a good one. is the one that has like a battery charge thing, and you pass it around. But taboo is really fun. Uh, you're right. Really I fun. have played that. What do you think of it? Um, I do really like it. I like those two games because I I think that um, they're really easy to explain. There's no like the on ramp is just like you know we're gonna team up, and then you you have to describe word without saying it. Like there's no there's very little like. Um, infrastructure there, you know, mm -hmm. you can just jump in. So I like them. And they're, um, oh, you know, what's another good party game is code names. Similarly. Love code names. Yeah. I think I, I really like these, these, uh, which I think now are like, I think that we're in a moment of games where, um, there's just a lot of cool, interesting ones with like, you know, that are like conceptual and interesting and yeah. all this stuff. Yeah. But I do, I do really like some of these like kind of more basic, more basic ones where um, it's just a lot of it is about like shouting things out and trying to shout them out before someone else does. I do think that that's fun too. I think that I, the categories is always perfect for that. Like, mm -hmm. and also I love like when people try to get away with like, like, no, it definitely like, you know, the letters A and it's like, uh, zebra. Yeah. And you're right, like, right, right, right. <laughs> and and like, they try to make an argument for it. Yeah, yeah. Like I like the, like having to defend again, similar vibe to, all the other games I like, which is that like there are rules, but like if you are a good player, you can like skirt around them a little bit. All you have to do is totally. get other people to believe that what you're doing is correct. And I like that kind of stuff. And um, what's funny is as an adult, like it kind of did not go – my game phase is pretty new. And it's because during the pandemic, um, we used to play on online euchre with our best friends who live in North Carolina – Euchre. Okay. A uh, card game that is actually very fun and very easy to learn online because the computer kind of helps you. Oh, um, interesting. It's fun. And we also, there is an online code name. Someone built like a thing. So we I think would, I played that during the pandemic yeah, as well. Yeah. We would play code names on over FaceTime, which was really fun. So I feel like now I'm in my game zone. Um, and when people come over, like I like having p games to play. But uh, where was I going with this? Oh, um, I don't know that it ever occurred to me as a kid that you could just like invent a game. Like I thought there were like five games. <laughs> right, you know? right. Five like, games in the world. In the world. Like Monopoly, categories, yeah, like Taboo, Trivial Pursuit, mm -hmm. and like Go Fish. 
And then mm-hmm. when you get older and you're like, there's so many independent game companies. So many. And yeah. they're all really fun. So I don't know. I like I think giving a game is like a good gift. I think like bringing a game to a holiday thing is a good thing. Again, though, you and I agree on this. There are probably some people out there being like, I hate no one more than I hate the person who brings the game to the holiday party. Right. Like, but, how dare you try yeah. to make this a thing? Yes, yeah. Stop trying to like, like, let's just relax. I think that's my mom. My mom's like, I don't want to play a game. I just want to like mm-hmm. just sit around and talk and enjoy. And I'm like, no, we have to have a winner. Um, do you know? I do you know it's also? You know, it's also fun and I think could be fun for like a, a family night. Have yeah. you ever played the uh, the Hunt a Killer like subscription no, game? Thing? and I really would like to because I think that is clue for adults. Yeah, yeah. It's really, it's really cool. Like we did Hunt a Killer for kind of I think the very beginning of the pandemic. And it's like basically I think every – is it every week maybe they send you a box of clues and you're trying to piece together this mystery. And it's, it's pretty well done. Like it's um, – it all looks like – the materials are really nice. They give you like evidence, quote unquote, from the case. Like it was pretty legit. But then they also so that you you solve over a period of time. But then they also Ooh. do ones that are just like in a box that you can do over a few hours with friends. Ooh, that there are, are so many. I didn't realize yeah. this. I'm looking yeah. right now. Like this is this is wild. Like it's th- pretty cool. It's like you you cool. have to like you have to. There's like some code breaking and some you had to do like some close reading of things and you had to they give you photograph they like even one of them was like about a murder that takes place I think at like a high school reunion that was the one that we did and they and they had they made we got in the box one week a yearbook like a yearbook supplement and it really looked like an actual you know so it feels uh it doesn't feel gamey you're like I'm a detective and I'm solving this mystery I can you do it by yourself yeah, I think you can. I think you can. Probably yeah. not as fun, but I don't know that it's I could. It's probably not as fun. I don't know that I could get Dan to buy into like law and order, but a game. I'm like, mm-hmm. we got to find out who murdered this girl. Um, yeah, totally. But I would totally I do that ones, alone. I think they might have non-murder ones. I, I feel like they were expanding to have some ones that were like, solve this mystery, but someone didn't get killed. If they have like heisty it. ones, like. Mm. Um, oh, that would be so If they have like an that. Ocean's Eleven, I can totally get Dan into that. Well, Sally, I know that we are out of time, but like, I'm excited that we finally did our big game episode, mm-hmm. uh, especially in time for, you know, if you're listening and you're thinking like, man, the last thing I want to do over the holidays is twiddle my thumbs around the table with the family I haven't seen in two years. Um, you know, bring a there game. There can be a lot of downtime. There, like, and there often is. Like, especially if you're traveling and you're, you know, you're staying. There is, there's not, you gotta have, you gotta have a plan. You gotta have a plan. You gotta have a plan. Yeah. And you can only, you can only watch movies for so long. Mm. You can only sit around and talk for so long. Mm. I think, and actually I'm going to look into cover your assets because I think that might be fun for, uh, I'm going to hang out with some friends on New Year's Eve, and that might be a fun one. Or Chameleon, actually. Might Both be of those too. are good. I Get them for sure. There's Actually, I think maybe Cover Your Assets might still be 10 bucks for um, – let me check. Uh, Cover Your Assets, like, it, I've never – it is so fun. Uh, oh, my God. I'm excited. Okay. Uh, it's back to $16. If you can swing it, it's worth it. Damn it. Um, I just – I actually put – hunt. I had put a Hunt a Killer game in my cart. I put Set in my cart, and I put Clue in my cart. So I'm excited about that. I know. I'm literally set with set. But um, yeah, and I also am truly dying to know what everyone else's favorite games are because everyone has one. Me too. I would love like if people want to get involved in the – 
the Facebook group and yeah, like, let's do like a thread. A thread because I would love because you know what the thing. Oh, one other thing I was gonna say, just like super quick. Yeah. Um, if you have if you live in a place that has a game uh, like cafe, um, a lot of them have this thing where what's you a can game go cafe. In. Okay, so we have a, a couple in Philly. I'm sure you gotta have them in LA. Basically, it's a place where you go and you have drinks and food and you play games, and they have a huge library. But often what the service they offer is that you can go up to them, you can go up to a game tender and be like, hey, like there's five of us. We really like games where there's like social deduction. We don't want to have to do any math and please nothing with dice. And they'll bring like four games over to the table to choose from and then they'll like teach you how to play. Oh my God, like a game sommelier. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what it is. And um, I've never even heard of this. Yeah, so there, there's there are a couple here in Philly, and the nice thing about it is that like, you know, when you when you're looking around a store for a game, the you know the box is like it's amazing and it's fun, and if it's two to six players, and then you can start going through reviews, and the reviews are like it really works better with like six, and it's sort of actually kind of hard, and the setup takes a long time. And you're like, oh well, I don't want to get this, you know. So, but it's like that's a lot of research to do, and when you go into one of these cafes, you can be like, hey, don't give us one of those games where it's going to take us like an hour to learn. Give us, you know, or you can be like, hey, we want one of those really involved games that's going to take an hour to learn, you know. Wow. Okay. That's okay. This just opened my mind to a host of possibilities. Yeah. I love that. I love that. And I would love to find one in LA. Okay. This is excellent. And now I'm like, my game head, I'm just, my game headness is brewing inside. It totally is. Yeah. I can't wait. And I'm excited for you to get cover your assets in Chameleon, even though I explained it terribly. It's worth it. It's $13 on Target right now um, as of the time we were recording this. But I will start a thread on the day this episode comes out in the Facebook group, and I want everyone to link the best game that they've played with, like, maybe maybe very specifically, like, multi-generational. That's game. a good – yeah, I like that. That's a good – Will the boomers like it? You got you to gotta find out. Right. Will the boomers like it? Will it be boring for the Zoomers? Exactly. Right. Yeah. Can, right. Can – can your 17-year-old cousin, can your 70-year-old dad hang? And if so, exactly. we have some winners. Sally, as always, thank you for joining me. I'm really uh, very excited. about. I feel just – I have – if you if you started listening at the beginning of this episode, I was still kind of asleep, but now I'm very much awake. Um, I know. I feel like you're full of vim and vigor. I love I'm fe- it. I, yeah, and I want to bring that to the gaming cafe. I'm going to go look that up right now. <laughs> uh, of course, we will list every game that we talked about um, on – the in the show notes and we'll see you next week for another episode right yeah yeah we will do it all right everyone take care and talk to you soon bye bye you just listened to another episode of do you thanks just bought it edited and mixed by veronica gruba and produced and hosted by me caroline moss in between episodes, you can always head to the GThanks Instagram at GThanksJustBoughtItPod and the GThanks Facebook group to get and give life-changing recommendations of your own. Subscribe to our weekly sale and discount emails at GThanks.Substack.com. It's free. And you can reach me at Caroline at GThanksJustBoughtIt.com or leave me a message at 424-245-0736 with a product recommendation and you may be featured on an upcoming episode. G-Thanks is powered by subscribers like you. To keep all of our G-Thanks content free and accessible to all, consider making a monthly donation of $2 to keep us going at patreon.com slash G-Thanks and friends.